got my paper girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and the Comma Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Cameron. And I am the other one, Jenna. And what you just heard was um, a clip uh, recorded for your ears and your ears only of um, a new album that we'll be releasing here soon. Um, I'm thinking in the next month. Yeah, in the next month um, called uh, Awana Songs of 2006. Yeah, that's it's really good. We recorded it in our um, music studio. Um, not Not to be confused with our podcast studio, which we totally have. We've got two studios. We've got two studios. So, that, that cool. I hope you guys enjoyed a preview of what we'll be dropping very soon. Because we're like the best singers in the world. Um, okay, but welcome back, you guys. We are so excited you're here for our intro today. We're going to be talking about binge-worthy TV shows. And this is something we've talked about before, but you guys, you always need new binge-worthy TV shows. You always need them. Because you're binging them. Like, they're gone in a day, and then you need yep. more. And they need more. So, actually, we have we have a list composed for you guys. And we're going to even post it onto the gram. And so that way you guys can see it on there and just just watch right on through. But the first one we are going to talk about is Bridgerton. It is. Would you say it's on our number one right now? Um, or no? Yes. It's my number one. It's your number one because you know what? You know what? As much as I hate shows that only have like one season, as far as binge-worthy TV shows go, this is like a binge-worthy that you can like actually binge in one day. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's right up there currently for me with like Emily in Paris, which I've talked about before. And you were going to talk about it a little bit later because you finally got around to watching it. I did. But I, there's only like eight or so episodes. There's less than 10 episodes and they're not that long of episodes. So you can actually binge them in one day. And okay. I just have to give you guys because we haven't told you guys this. John and I already recorded this, the intro. Yeah. It was 20 minutes of pure gold and we had some sound issues. And so we're having to re-record it. So but it's worth it for you guys. For you guys, it's, it's worth, worth it. For you guys. So yes. So Emily in Paris, I finally got around to watching it during um, the last two months, somewhere in the last two months, and it is so good. I will say the first episode is a little cheesy. It had me a little confused. I was like, "Ooh, I like. I don't know if I'm gonna want to keep watching it." But it is so good. I actually um, was watching it one night late while Brady was working. He worked was working till like ten. And all I had in my fridge was pepperonis for like a salami <laughs> style thing, like for a charcuterie board. So I got pepperonis and crackers and I poured myself a glass of wine and I was just trying to feel all the Parisian feels and was watching Emily in Paris and it was amazing. And it was, it was a really nice break from just what the world is right now. It just made me want to go to Paris too. Yeah. Um, I was already telling you that you were going to get on the Emily in Paris train. Um, but going back to our original one, Bridgerton. We need to talk about Bridgerton. Okay, we need to talk about more. Yes. So in the previous episode I recorded for you guys, I gave you a little rundown of what it's about. So I'll do that again. Yeah, do it. Um, okay, so pretty much, and Jenna, you if I remember saying anything wrong, just like, you know, cut in. Do what you do and tell me. Um, so be my obnoxious self and talk over you like exa- I always do. Okay, exactly. Sounds good. We'll okay, do. perfect. Um, okay, so pretty much it's all of these women, like probably 16 to 18, Jenna and I, um, figured out and they are they're going out into society and they're going to all these balls and they're courting and they're meeting all these men and suitors is what they're called and they're meeting all their suitors and it's it's also kind of like a um what did you say jenna a what version of gossip girl so it's like so it's like if like jane austen and the writers of um gossip girl got together and had a baby it would be bridgerton it's pretty much like a victorian Victorian, area yeah a victorian era um 
Gossip Girl because if you guys know about Gossip Girl, it's this it's this like Gossip Girl is writing this blog about all this scandal that's happening and like no she sends out text I think oh well yeah but no she has a blog does she too yeah she has a blog too I haven't watched it in a while anyway and you send her in tips whatever and she like you know and everyone goes and be like oh what did you see what Gossip Girl posted blah 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 and then everyone knows as Dan. Yeah, Dan Humphrey. Humphrey. Oh, that was a huge <laughs> spoiler. That was a huge spoiler. Okay, we'll put that in the very front of the <laughs> in the notes of this episode. Gossip Whatever. Girl. If you don't spoiler, already if you don't know deal. it's Dan Humphrey and you're listening to our episode, like we assume that you are in your early twenties and you should have been watching Gossip Girl like in high school. So Okay, we don't assume you're in your early twenties. We hope that um everybody listens to us. But uh <laughs> If you have it, if if you have, we just we just hope you. There's know. so many things all across the internet, like Twitter, Instagram, all the stuff about Dan being everybody knows. Girl. Everybody knows. Um, literally, should they actually reference it? And Emily in Paris, do you remember that when I she was so. like, I can't when when the designer was like, I can't believe it was Dan. Dan. Yes. Um. Anyway, but all that being said, so pretty much it's like this Victorian era of gossip girl where there's this like writer who writes these things and sends them to the printer and then mm-hmm. the on the this guy on his huge printing press like like prints out this hot gossip and they get like yeah. passed around on these flyers like um yeah it's, it's just it's wild. insane so um lady whistleton whistleton is that how you say it yeah i think so whistleton? okay lady whistleton is the one like spreading all this gossip but the main character you guys is daphne bridgerton and she comes from a very wealthy family and so pretty much the part the part that we're all here for is her and Simon's love story. And she so Simon first off doesn't want to get married. I mean these are like very small spoilers. Like this is stuff you'll learn out right at the beginning. I'm not going to give away what happens. I actually still have 40 minutes in the last episode left. So this is just going to get you guys this is going to make you want to listen or not to watch Bridgerton. And so Simon does not want to ever marry. He actually told his dad on his deathbed that he was going to end the family name with his generation and he was not going to have children. And this obviously made his dad like super mad because that's all his dad wanted. And Simon um, was completely like disowned by his dad. And so that's why he did it. It was like a grudge he had against his dad pretty much. And Daphne, all she wants is to be like a mom and to raise kids. And so she and her and Simon make this agreement that they will court because he is the Duke. And so it's going to look like really desirable. I mean, other men are going to desire her if she is dating the Duke and they're going to want to be with her. And he, if it, if he's like courting, sorry, courting her, then no one else, all these other girls, it's going to get them off his back. And it's also going to get um, his caretaker. I don't even know what her name is. The, the lady who took care of him because his mom died and his dad disowned him. Um, get her off his back too for like, you need to get married. So pretty much they like have this whole scandal and they end up falling in love. That's all I will say. That was a good. That was a good little um, little little, little preview. Did you? Well, I, I had to practice the last time. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so yeah, Bridgerton. That's pretty good. And the thing is, is that um, there was this um, one of the girls that I work with at um, my job. She was like, "You have to watch Bridgerton. You have to watch Bridgerton. You have to watch Bridgerton." And I was like, "Yeah, well, I'm kind of busy, you see, because I'm watching Grey's Anatomy." You guys, I got sucked in. Do not do it. If anyone tells you to watch it and you haven't been sucked down the hole already, don't do it. Because here's the deal. It it's good and it'll get you hooked and it'll suck your soul away and you'll be bawling your eyeballs out in every single episode because you'll be so attached to the characters and you get to grow with them and it's like ugh, it's a great show but also at the same time like it's just it's like it's one of those shows that I I truly believe it will like 
steal a lot of your time. So if you haven't been sucked in already, don't get sucked in. It is amazing and it is good, but don't get sucked in. If I could go back and tell myself, I would. Um, you don't have to convince me. I have yeah. no desire to don't watch do it. that show. Everyone and I, dies. Everyone and, yeah, dies. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is that what got me into it was I was thinking about it because um, like a lot of my friends watch it and a lot of my friends are like, oh, it was like the greatest thing, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then finally, I was like thinking about it. I was kind of on the fence. I'm like, maybe I should just do it, but I don't want to be one of those people who loves it. And I know that I'm going to love it. And like, I don't want to be like everyone else. I'm like, well, that's just stupid anyway. And then um, uh, another gal that I work with, she was like, she was like, she was watching it on her break one day. I'm like, are you watching Grey's? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, like I'm kind of on the fence about watching. She's like, you haven't watched it. You have to watch it. And so then she convinced me to finally start. Well, I have this commitment issue where I have to start in the middle of things. So even like when I started Bridgerton, I started on episode two. And that is I so have to, weird because the beginning always lags, you know, like the beginning, but it's so important. It has all the important information. <sighs> like, are you confused when you start on the second episode then? I mean, yeah, but you kind of catch up and you're just like, oh yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, and then I go back and I rewatch it from the beginning. So that's exactly what I did with Grey's is I started on season four and I went and I told her that at work, like however many days later. And she's like, no, you need to go back and start the beginning. So I started at the beginning, watched it all the way through. I'm now like, um, I think I'm at the beginning of like season five and you guys, it's such a commitment. Don't do it. But anyway, so Katie, she was like, you need to watch Bridgerton. You'll love Bridgerton, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then finally another one of my coworkers is like, have you seen Bridgerton yet? I think you'd really like it. I'm like, okay, that many people are telling me I'm like, oh, there's only eight episodes, you know? So then I started it on, you know, like episode two and, um, either two or three, I can't even remember now. And I watched it and I was in love with it and I binged it in like one day. So, okay. While, sorry, while you were talking, I was actually looking up a show because I couldn't remember the name of it. Wow, that sounds like so rude. I'm like, but I already, we already heard this intro from each other. (laughs) Have you freaking heard of the show, The Act? Okay, with Joey King. Yes. Listen, I was going to watch it. And I mean this in no, you know how there's just like sometimes those people that the way that they like look or talk or anything there's nothing wrong with them they're lovely people they just drive you nuts they're just like certain actors joey king is one of those people for me literally she like she talks and the way her face moves and the facial expression she makes i'm like i can't stand like she's not a bad actress you just don't like her and she's not she's like she's a lovely person like i've watched some of her interviews and stuff and like she's a lovely person absolutely nothing personal against her i just cannot stand to watch her and things i don't know if it's the way her face moves or what like she's she's a beautiful girl but like i just cannot i just cannot okay you guys it shook me to the freaking core i literally spent hours after watching this show doing research on it do you know the story jenna um kind of sort of like the mom makes the girl like pretend or believe that she's like sick. handicapped very sick. very sick yeah okay. like has a feeding tube is in a wheelchair has had cancer she shaves her head like has to make makes her get her feeding tube changed even though she can eat she literally won't let her daughter walk so she like gets up in the middle of the night and walks around and stuff like it is like earth shaking it is insane you guys have to watch it so um yeah adding that to our binge ready tv show list it is Oh, it's so gross. And then she ends up meeting this guy on the internet who, like, and then they murder the mom. What? Yes. She meets this guy on the internet, and the mom, like, will not let her become a woman. Like, the mom will not let her date or anything. Oh, also lies about her age. Tells her that she was, like, this is just an example. I can't remember exactly what it is, but tells her she's, like, 17, and she's actually, like, 22. (gasps) Like, so many things. What? You have to watch it. Okay. Just try it. Maybe I'll try it. 
I don't know. It is insane. Um, another binge-worthy one, though, is definitely All-American. Um, clear at the beginning of quarantine, uh, Serena was like, have you watched All-American yet? And I'm like, no. And she's like, Garrett and I got done watching it, whatever. So she had already watched the whole first season. That's all that's out right now. Um, I think they should be coming out with a second season soon. But she was like, oh, you have to watch whatever. So then I started watching it. And I watched, like, the first, like, one or two episodes. And then she started re-watching it with me. And so then while I was binging it for the first time, she re-watched it the second time. It was that one and then um, Outer Banks. We, we binged <gasps> Dude, at the beginning. We, I forgot, forgot about, about Outer, Outer Banks. Banks. I was like, there was two shows that we binged clear, like right at the beginning of COVID, like clear back in the spring. And it was those two. And it was those two shows. It was Outer Banks and it was um, All American. That makes me wonder when the next season of Outer Banks. Okay. Netflix has made so many season ones of so many shows. I'm really yeah. starting to get concerned that they're not going to follow through on season two of all these shows. Yeah. But if that many people are, are watching it, I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna Google Outer Banks season two. Well, I know that it's yeah, I know that Outer Banks got cleared for a season two because I follow their Instagram. Okay. Also, we need to talk about how Stranger Things and You season twos are gonna be coming. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get back into You season three because it's just like it's so dark and twisted. I don't know. I know. I love it. I'm kind of like veering more away from the dark and twisted because I feel like the world is so dark and twisted. Yeah, I mean I I get that, but I just I like I like a combination of like fantasy like I like to like get so wrapped up into it and it's like just so like I don't have to think about anything and it's just happy and or like dramatic and then I also really like the really dark and twisted I'm like oh my gosh what is happening right so um always go to's Gilmore Girls and um New Girl are always go to's of just like having on in the background it's light you don't have to pay attention really um it's good and I will recommend them till the day I also Shits Creek. If you haven't gotten on the Shits Creek train yet, Shits Creek spelled S C H I T T S. It's the last name of the mayor of the town. I am not swearing. This is a family friendly po- podcast. No, it's just not um, a swearing podcast. Um, so, yes, if you haven't watched that TV show yet, that is a pretty dang good one. Serena and I love that. We would always watch it together. Um, pretty obsessed with it. <gasps> I've got big news Outer Banks will likely be scheduled to return in April of 2021. That is not that far away. It says that they started filming the second season in August. So they did it pretty fast. Okay. So the other thing that I actually have gotten so into, and I'm not even embarrassed about it, is The Bachelorette. So I know we talked about this a, um, a couple months ago. Okay. Can you hear my eye roll I can through see the it. microphone? <laughs> and I know you didn't finish it, but we have got to talk about how I am so upset Tasha ended up with Zach. Because he's ugly, Cameron. Well, he's not even. <laughs> no. He's not even like as ugly, but first off, he's like the least attractive out of all of the men. But she had the least chemist- amount of chemistry with him. Mm. Like, she was like so in love this with This is my question. Men. Okay, this is my question. You're getting really riled up. And it's like going straight into my ear holes and bursting my eardrums Sorry, because I, need to be I have my headphones on. Um, and they're turned like really up. So here's here's my question. How can you even tell who she had chemistry with? Because she was sticking her tongue down like everybody's throat. That's just true. Uh, she, she just did, loved she kissing. Re- all she did love boys. kissing. She kissed. She did. She kiss. was like, mm, she kissed kiss literally every mouth. single boy. Okay, every single boy. Also, they can totally fake. They totally fake scenes on The Bachelor and The Bachelor. So I listened to some podcasts with people that have been on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and I guess that they will make them redress up in outfits from like. Like, be like, oh, five weeks ago, you need to dress up in this outfit, do your hair and makeup like this. 
and then you need to talk about this issue. And so it looks like it happened five weeks ago, but really they're like, oh, like do that. Or they're like, oh, well, we want there to be this drama. So you need to act upset about this on camera. And they'll like reenact things. So, I mean, maybe she just didn't have chemistry with them and they only showed the, like, maybe she didn't have as much chemistry with them as I thought, but they like made it seem like that. So that way people will be more shook when she chose Zach. I don't know. See, it's always so interesting with that because a show like that, it's like all about the rates, right? And even right now, like, we're talking about it. Like, we're giving them free publicity. And, like, with a show like that, it's like, no publicity is bad publicity. So, it's like, do they do they throw those curveballs here? And, like you said, do they throw those curveballs here and there just so people will be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, of course. You, like, what do you think? Of blah, blah, course. Blah, blah. Also, I am very excited to watch The Bachelor. I've never, because the last, The Bachelor, it was the first season I've ever watched of The Bachelor or The Bachelor, the last season. So, The Bachelor came out, just came out on Monday. And, um, we're, I'm going to watch it with Brady when, whenever I get back to Brookings at some point. And I'm so excited because it's now The Bachelor, so it's going to be a bunch of petty girls fighting over a guy, which is going to be, like, so much better. Oh, yeah. You guys, I didn't finish watching The Bachelor because um, I honestly just, like, didn't have the time. I, like, really intended to, and I intended to, like, make a cute little night of it and stuff and have friends over. But, like, I just didn't have time. It was, like, right in the middle of holiday, which is, like, my busiest season. I like both of my jobs. So. Didn't have the time, but I'm actually kind of jazzed for The Bachelorette, and I think I'm actually going to really put effort into being into it, even if I just watch it by myself. I would love like to every have, week. I would love to have bachelor slash bachelorette parties. Like Let's someday, do it. Someday when I have enough space, like in yeah. a few months. But yeah, you can host them until then. Yeah, I can host them. My apartment's a little bit bigger than yours. It is a lot bigger. <laughs> a lot bigger. And by I have like the three, By like three times the size. Yeah. Okay, but um, another thing I wanted to say on that is I'm actually very thankful for my new obsession with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because... It has just been mine and Brady's thing over COVID when there's not a lot of other things to do. He'll be like, oh, can we watch The Bachelor tonight? And I'm like, oh, no, sorry, we have to watch it tomorrow night. because So it comes out on Monday night, you guys. But I don't watch it on there. I watch it on Hulu. So we have to wait a night for it to come out. And I'm like, okay, sorry, we have to wait a sec. We have to wait a little bit. And then I've been making us like a charcuterie board. And then um, we like don't really like drink during the week. But we make it a special occasion. And Brady will be like, oh, I have to have a beer. We have to have a glass of wine. It's Bachelorette night. And anyways, yeah, we both get so into it. It's very exciting. I love it. That's all. Is that all? Is that all you have to say? Is that all I have to tell the court? Yes. Okay. Jenna, do you want to tell us about Hinge Boy? Yeah, I do want to tell you about Hinge Boy. I want to tell you about Hinge Boy so bad. Okay. Um, so last week I told you guys that I downloaded Hinge. And I have... Um, I was, like, really proud of myself. Um, I told you guys why last week because I was, like, pretty nervy about it. Cameron, ever since – I don't remember when it was. It, it's been some time recently. Like, I've started saying nervy. And now I – like, instead of nervous, you know? And I started saying ironically, like, Cameron's is nervy. And so I've started saying nervy. And now it's, like, actually part of my vocabulary. Like, it'll come out, like, just – just naturally and I'm like oh my gosh are we kidding I love that so yeah I, say, I picked that up from a from a girl I worked with this summer um she yeah. said nervy and so I say nervy instead of nervous now um because you know we have to shorten all this lane because we're just the laziest generation but uh nervy so, and nervous it takes like the same amount of energy to say both. nervy uh, nervous I don't know. it's just more fun yeah you're right it is more fun um we could use all the fun these days because you know anyway back to hinge boy so 
Last week I told you guys download Hinge and I don't know who I was talking to, but I was talking to someone and they're like pretty much Hinge is the, or like any dating app is like the virtual version of, you know, the bachelorette. Like you have all of your, like you pick all your suitors out and you have them all. Uh, Suitors. Now you're comparing it to to Bridgerton, Bridgerton. whatever. It's a combination. It's a combination of everything. It's just like a little. talking about so many, like so many different things. Um, anyway, so literally you just have all these people picked out and then you're like oh who do i have chemistry with and then you're like oh i accidentally ghosted you for three weeks guess you're not it bro you're not it. you you don't get the rose at the rose ceremony. you don't get the rose at the rose ceremony um anyway and you just see who you click with and then you're like oh guess you made it to like the end of the line anyway so um that being said uh i have a date this weekend with um who will now and forevermore future more be referred to as hinge boy and we have a date this weekend and it was like really cute because um well i i guess i technically asked him out but he asked me out first because last week he was like hey i want to take you out um when are you free and obviously i'm like okay homeboy you need like two weeks notice because i'm a busy person and so i'm like i'm not free at all this week but next week i'm free like thursday and friday night and at this point it was like the beginning of the week last week so over a week and a half ago and he was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Um, let's just make, like, concrete plans when it gets a little bit closer. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Um, so it's Tuesday of this week. And he still hadn't brought it back up. And I'm like, well, it's like, I'm not very that patient. I'm, like, not, like, patient enough for you to bring it back up again. So I was like, so um, are you free this Friday? And he's like, are you asking me on a date? And I'm like, yeah, maybe. And it was, like, like barfy cute. But um, anyway. So, long story short, we have a date this Friday night. Pretty excited about it. Pretty nervy about it. But I'm um, going to pick out a cute outfit at work tomorrow and um, just I was going to ask it. you what you were going to wear. You're going to get something new? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I like that. Yeah, well, um, I kind of just need new clothes anyway because I don't really have, like, a lot of, like, nicer shirt. Like, I don't have a lot of nicer tops. I feel like I have, like, all, like, graphic tees and stuff. Mm, like, more and of I, the casual cute. Yeah. I have more casual cute stuff. Not, like, I want something, like, actually, like, nice, nice. Like, you know? I don't want to say, like, work attire or business attire because I don't want people to be thinking, like, blouses and blazers, but almost like right. that. Like, what what people can wear to work. Right. Who a don't little, have to dress up, dress up. Right. Like, a little more chic. Oh, yeah. I just need, like, some more chic clothes. And, like, I have a few good tops that I'm, like, eh. And plus, I just kind of want new clothes anyway. And, like, some of my jeans don't really fit anymore because, like, COVID did me dirty. And I now have to size up a pair of jeans. And I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. But I do have to get a new pair of jeans anyway. So, I'm, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of using it as an excuse to finally get some stuff I've been having my eye on. And, um, yeah. So, I will keep you guys updated on how that's going. But I know last week I told you when I – um when we had our like uh what is it updates episode i told you that i had downloaded hinge well now i'm telling you that i have a date from downloading hinge and i downloaded it like december 6th i downloaded december 6th so it's been it's it's been like a month of work you guys so that's a lot for me i have commitment issues we're gonna give you or jenna's gonna give you hinge updates like every week yeah and it's gonna be great and you know this um hinge boy whole thing might end in burning flames especially because he said that he was gonna come over and um like list head over to his podcast his local podcast app and uh listen to my podcast and boys always say that and they never actually do but so i because <laughs> <laughs> we saw a listen go up right after he said that and yeah um but we be watching those analytics yeah we be watching those analytics but we have no way of actually proving that so i'm just kind of crossing my fingers and hoping that he doesn't listen because 
um, I'm kind of sort of talking about him. But also, that being said, um, I am an over, I don't know, not necessarily oversharing, probably oversharing in some people's opinion, but this is my podcast and I like to share with you guys my life so you can relate to it and find comfort in the fact that I am uncomfortable with the whole dating scene. Uncomfy and nervy. Uncomfy and nervy. If anyone else out there is in my boat, um, you are not alone. Just want you to know that. And hopefully um, me giving you little updates will A, bring you... um, entertainment because I literally tell Cameron like hinge boys good content and she's like yes good content so even if it ends in um burning flames you guys will be there um for the ride and um be there for the dumpster fire and I'll talk about it and let you guys know how it goes um thank you Jenna for that update uh moving on so sorry I'm sorry I just had like a news reporting like you know thank you, Jenna for that <laughs> update coming in from uh, a sunny New York uh we're now moving to you in Atlanta Okay, um, I was just going to say, I realized I forgot to tell you guys, uh, Brady and I are currently watch- binging The Good Place on Netflix, and I don't really know if I recommend it or not. It, I give it a 6 out of 10. I think it's on Netflix, maybe it's on Hulu at this point, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, The Good Place, and there's it, the episode pretty much is like, it's an afterlife, so either you go to The Good Place or The Bad Place, and it's just all about that, and it's kind of about these people who actually end up going to The Bad Place, but they thought it was The Good Place because the demons... Who actually just look like other humans or fooling them and, and so pretty much the whole the past three seasons has been about them attempting to get to the good place because they think they deserve to be in the good place anyways it's like a whole thing so if you guys want to watch that i recommend that um and brady and i just finished parks and rec and i know i've talked about that probably the past several months i highly recommend parks and rec and yeah sorry sorry to even go back to that but jenna tell us about this riesling wine Okay, so um, it's what we're drinking. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so what we're drinking tonight is Riesling wine. We're recording again in the evening because that's just when we record these days. Um, and Riesling wine is like one of Cameron's favorite wines. Cameron, tell us why it's one of your favorite wines. It is one of my favorites because I'm slowly getting into red wines. I like the red ones, but I like a good white wine that's not too sweet, but it's also not too dry. So it's in the middle. And a Riesling is literally exactly that. Like, it is the best white wine if you're looking for something in the middle. It's, like, really good with a meal, but it's also really good to sip on um, just in the evening. So, and it's bubbly and light. Yes. It's so light. I kind of compare it to, like, biting into a pear. Honestly, it's just. Absolutely. It's just refreshing. And, like, we were just talking um, in the last intro that we recorded about how we can't really drink, like, Moscato anymore because it just, it's so sweet. It gives you gut rock almost. I Well, not even the gut rock. Like, even tasting it, I'm like. Is this sugar or alcohol? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's, it's, it's just, is this juice? It's just, it's not, um, it's not, it's not pleasant to me. Um, so yeah, the Riesling is really good. But how we even stumbled across this spe- specific Riesling, and it's like my favorite Riesling now, is we're, Serena and I were shopping for wine at some point. I don't even remember why. And we were in the aisle and she like picks up this bottle and she went through this phase where she was really into this like deep blue, like almost like a Christmassy blue color. And she picks up this bottle of Riesling and it's this like pretty blue color. Uh, The bottle is shaped cool. And then it has Riesling relax across the bottom of the bottle. I keep burping. I'm sorry. 
and she picks up and she's like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I could use this for decorating. She didn't even know if she liked Riesling at the point, at like at the time. So we take it home. She drinks it, and she's like, oh my gosh, I actually love this. And she's like, Riesling is my favorite. And then Cameron comes and she tries a Riesling. I don't know if it is the exact reason. She's I like, think oh it was my a different gosh, one. Yeah. Riesling is my favorite. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Riesling is my favorite. And so we were all on this Riesling kick forever. And how we even stumbled across the fact that we all like Riesling wine was because Serena was like, the bottle's so cute and chic. I want to use it to decorate and had actually no interest in even <laughs> drinking the wine inside okay we've got to talk about how our generation i'd say generation um z and maybe some millennials is all about the branding all about all the branding. about the, branding. the product can be amazing but if the branding sucks yep we're not gonna go for it we're not gonna go for it we're all about the it's aesthetics. huge you guys it's with makeup products skincare i don't know if you guys have noticed how target has completely like re decorated and laid everything out it's for us you guys it is oh, for yeah. generation z and millennials Yep. Because we care about the branding. We care about aesthetics. We care how it looks. So you're welcome. Yep. That's yep. All. That's it. That's literally all that we care about. My coffee cup is cuter than my, yeah, my like new like travel coffee cup, whatever, where it has like the lid on it, whatever. Yeah. My new one keeps my coffee, keeps my coffee hot for about 20 minutes, but it's cuter than my Yeti that keeps it hot for eight hours. Oh yeah. And but you choose that one. I choose the Every one that time. keeps it hot for 20 minutes because it's cute and it makes me feel good. Oh, about using yeah. it because it's cuter. Yeah. No, we're out it's of ridiculous. control. I would actually like to know like what the um psychology, psychology is, is behind, behind why yeah. we care so much about aesthetics. But we do. Yeah. And that's that. Okay. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Yeah. Tell me what it's about first. Um. Yes. Yeah, so we are going to be talking about 20 things we learned in the year 2020. So buckle up. Okay. Here we go. Holy shit. Nikes. Sorry, that was really loud, guys. It was right in my eardrum. Sorry. Okay, we are just gonna go right at it with the twenty things we learned in twenty twenty. Do you want to start, or do you want me to? Um, I'll start. I can't if I can find it. it. Took okay, you a long there time. it is. Okay. Well, we're gonna. Are we gonna go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. We really practice this beforehand, you guys. Only well, we have a list. Yeah, we, we do have a list. We we're not going to sit here and practice it. We did our not homework. Canvas. Yeah, I will. obviously. Okay, so, I mean, I feel like this one really goes without saying, but something that I really learned was, A, that I was like a control freak, and B, that you really Aren't can't. Aren't we all? You really can't control everything. I feel like we can all resonate with the fact that we all felt so dang out of control in 2020 because literally there was just so much happening around you and so much info that you were taking in and reading these articles and this and that and this is happening around you and things are shutting down and you know things are being implemented and blah 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 and this and that and you're just like everything is out of control and I literally can't control anything and that's not a good feeling especially because like me I'm a very task oriented person so I'm like okay for in order to get from like point a to point b like, what is the list of things I mm-hmm. need to do to get there? Like, I need to get an apartment. So I need to set up renter's insurance. I need to save for a deposit. I need to do this. I need to do this, 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 and this. And it's very, like, whatever I need to happen in my life, I can make happen by my own willpower. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, good Lord Jesus' grace. Like, don't get me wrong. Amen. We all hear it. But I feel like 2020, I mean, it, it was just like, no, nope, there's absolutely. Jesus. <laughs> I haven't even said a word yet. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. Stop quoting Ricky Bobby when I'm trying to get in my feelings. I'm glad you knew what I was quoting at least. Okay. Uh, Anyway, between Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell with you, who even are you? How are you my best friend? 
is pretty. He did this to me. Oh my goodness. I am never getting married. Um, I, wait, real fast. Sorry, side note. Um, Brady wanted me to watch Talladega Nights, and he decided to watch it at my parents' house when we were dating <laughs> in high school. And my dad walks in <laughs> to Talladega Nights. Do not recommend. <laughs> Do not recommend. Is it pretty inappropriate? I feel like I've never actually seen it at all. Oh, before. yeah. It's inappropriate. There's just like, it's like not any more inappropriate than other Netflix things we told you to binge watch, but it's just like, not something you'd want your dad to walk in with you and your high school boyfriend watching. Yeah, probably On not. certain scenes. Certain scenes. Yeah, certain scenes. Okay, fair enough. Sorry. Sorry um, to ruin your moment. Anyway, so, yeah, that's really something that I just learned is just, like, you literally can, like, do what you can to better what you can, and then you just literally have to let it go. Just let it go and understand that you can't control everything, and it's something that I really grappled with, and I think a lot of people really grappled with it. And, um, just had to learn and get through and I'm still learning and I'm still getting through the fact that I can't control everything and you just have to like, let it be what it is. Like it is what it is. Go with the flow. Just go with the flow. So that was my first one. You really can't control everything. Okay. My first one is a lot lighter. I have a mix of light and serious. So my first one is how to make furniture because you guys... I am so proud of this and it feels like a huge accomplishment and I've literally talked about it in other podcasts, but still I made a awesome, would you say mid modern, mid-century or mid-century? What would you say it is? Mm, I'd say mid-century probably. Yeah. I would say mid-century. Yeah. Boho. Boho. Like yeah, boho. it is kind of boho. Mid-century uh, boho coffee table. And then I also made my, um, what the cow? The box, the box, the, 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 bed. the bed box, the bed box, the bed, bed box. frame. There we go. <laughs> the, bed frame. the bed the frame. bed box. You're joking. I literally have written right here in my notes, bed frame. Oh my God. And I was like, not looking at it. Um, but yeah, I learned how to do that. You guys ran a saw. So that was really good. That's really all I've got for that one. Moving on. Kept all her fingers. Um, wow, I'm not even open to my notes. I like. Sorry, I, I, you probably expected me to talk for a few minutes on that one, and it okay. was straight to the point. Um, all of mine are like pretty stinking serious. So sorry about it, but like also, it's okay. I'm bringing like, the light in because I've um, got, I've got some light ones. It's okay to not be okay, you guys. The amount of meltdowns that I have had in 2020 is like astronomical, like absolutely astronomical, and sometimes. Like, I just felt silly because I'm like, nothing's really wrong. Like, I have a roof over my head. I'm very blessed. I have people who care about me. But I think that it's just, like, whether or not you are being personally impacted by something, it's still, like, the world around you is, like, literally crumbling to pieces. Like, just falling apart. Even if you yourself are, like, still doing well and treading above water and you're able to pay all your bills and you're still work and like even if your world is relatively still normal and you're still doing okay like the fact that the rest of the world is not still is greatly uh, at least me it was greatly affecting me and I had like a lot of meltdowns sometimes like I don't even know what I'm melting down about but I'm like dude it's okay Mm -hmm. like it's okay to not be okay and you don't have to necessarily have a reason for not being okay sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. it just sucks and it's okay that it just sucks it's okay to not be okay yep amen sister. okay my next one is i put how much family means to me so when covid hit um i know you guys have like kind of all heard this because you've been listening to us probably all of 2020 but i'm just giving you a bit of a recap um when 2020 hit i went back to gettysburg and i lived there for like two march april may march it was like two and a half months actually and, um, so obviously my family was there for us. They, um, 
fed us lots of meals, had lots of family time. But then also this past fall, like my grandpa had his 85th birthday party and a ton of my family came from Texas. And um, I'm trying to think, oh, and then Christmas time. And it just seems like, I don't know if it's the older I get or if it was COVID or what it was, but I just feel like I start to really cherish like every single moment that I have with people, yeah. especially like my grandparents and um, those people that I don't see very often that live in other states. And obviously like my family and my like parents and brothers and stuff like that too. But it just, I don't know, it just really hit me. And like I said, I think it's a combination of just growing up and I think it is too like just COVID. And I don't know, it's just like really hard to think about the fact of like a life where like maybe those people won't be here anymore, like yeah. 20 years from now. Um, that just makes me really sad and you just can't think about it too much. But yeah, it's really hard because I have that one. Uh, it's a little further down on my list, but I can go ahead and just touch on it now because it kind of goes along with yours. Mm-hmm. Something that I really got hit with was... Um, one of my biggest fears that I didn't even realize was one of my biggest fears was the fact that like my parents are going to die before me. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, I mean like obviously, but you don't like to think about like, it. Like you don't like to think about yeah. it. And like, you know, some freak accident happen, And like, but, I mean, that would literally be my mom's worst nightmare, but I mean, sorry, my mom and my dad's worst nightmare, but usually how the order of life works is that your parents will be deceased before you are deceased. And, um, that hit me really hard because when COVID was first breaking out, we like, didn't really know, like everyone was saying everything about it. And it was like clear back in spring. And it was when everything was first shutting down. It was when I went home from like, when I got sent home from work and they're like, we're closing for two weeks. It was like the first two weeks shut down where like everybody was shut down. And, um, actually me and like a group of my friends from work, we all piled in and we like, we went out to the black Hills mm-hmm. for like three days just to like get away from it all. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause at this point it had still, it had been like a couple weeks of panic shopping and everyone nonstop talking right. and everyone was scared and everyone was having meltdowns and like, it was just a lot. So we all just like went and we got this, uh, and like this beautiful, we were like staying at this beautiful cabin in the middle of the black Hills and it was like snowy and beautiful. And there was like a hot tub out on the deck and all this stuff anyway and it was dreamy but um I think it was like the second night that we were there we were all just like hanging out playing like card games just having like a really chill time it was like a small group of us I think there was like seven of us and um everyone kind of like went to bed went their separate ways people were watching movies and stuff and I was kind of cleaning up the kitchen because that's just who I that's who I am at the party you guys I'm the one cleaning up the kitchen um because I'm like ew we can't leave all this stuff out besides the point I'm getting off topic but it was literally the middle of the night I think it was like 2 a.m and I all of a sudden just had the biggest meltdown and because what I realized was everyone was like oh yeah I'm so worried for my grandparents I'm worried for my grandparents I'm worried for my grandparents because they were saying that the people who were most at risk were the people like 60 plus mm-hmm. and um I mean there's a few things to that go along with having parents who are like older my mom's gonna be like you called me old on your podcast but there are there are a few things that just like smack you in the face when you're old. like hey my oldest sister she's like 44 and I have a niece That's wild yeah my mom is like right exactly 48 and <laughs> I have a niece and a nephew who are older than me so yeah, literally before crazy. I was even a thought I had a niece and a nephew and um just like all this stuff that just I kind of got used to growing up that I didn't really realize was that weird but as soon as COVID hit like all of my friends were like oh yeah I'm so worried for my grandparents I'm worried for my grandparents and I'm like shoot like I'm worried for my 
parents, mm-hmm. which, yeah, losing your grandparents is hard. Like, you know, I lost my grandpa. I lost my grandpa and it was like really hard. And I wish that I would have, you know, gotten to spend more time with him. But losing your grandparents and losing your parents are like two totally different things. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it kind of smacked me in the face. And I'm like, and I, that's when I, it really kind of sunk in. I'm like, being the youngest of such, um, of like a line of kids that is just stretched out so far. I'm like, I'm like my oldest sister, like the reality of it is, is that my oldest sister gets, gets like 22 more years with my mom and dad than I ever will. Yeah. And like, it's just really, it really sunk in for me. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I get so much less time with them. And then all these other start thoughts started like rushing, rushing in through my head. I'm like, I'm like, when am I ever going to get around to like getting married and having kids and will my kids be able to experience the awesomeness that is like Oma and Papa's house and you know like build like building a tree fort with my dad in the backyard like are they still going to be like able and like okay to you know be the amazing Um, you guys my parents aren't like old and nimble by any (laughs) means like they are like tougher than nails and I think they will be for a very long time but it started this like kind of like train of thinking that I had never really like thought too far into before and all of a sudden like over the past year I've I now have this like clock that's ticking down in my head of you're running out of time and like I know like like when they pass on, they're going to go to heaven and someday I will be with them again. I'm saying this like they're dying tomorrow. You guys they are not dying for a very, very long time, but it kind of like really painted a picture of like, Hey, like, like life is very finite and you, and like Cameron said, like you have to cherish like every single moment that you can get with the people who are close to you because age aside, you guys, we could all like step outside our door tomorrow and die. Okay. This is crazy that you're saying this because my, I have another one that's later on in my list, but it goes along with this. So I'm just going to say it now and sorry to be talking all like doom and gloom, but it is that death is literally around the corner. So I don't really think I've talked about this on the podcast, but my brother um, could have very well have died this summer. He was in a fatal car accident um, where other people died actually. And he survived it. And he was just crazy to me because he was, I think he was like fishing or something and he was like 20 minutes from town and like that you don't expect somebody to go out like fishing or like, you know, if you're going to go get like something to eat or you like, I drive on the interstate a lot from like Brookings to Sioux Falls. It's like, you don't think like, oh, when I go get a hop on the interstate, like that's a chance for me to die. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it was just really scary. My brother's 20. He was 19 when he was in the accident. And um, it's just like, it's just crazy because any any of my close family could die. You know what, you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like doom and gloom, but like I said, that really like slaps right. you in the face. when he, And like, like he was in like a, it was like front, uh, I'm having head on, head Thank on you. collision. A head on collision. And if he wouldn't have been in the vehicle, he was in, like, a really nice pickup. If he wouldn't have been in that pickup, like, he would have died. You know? Like, it's just right. it's just crazy. And, and then like, I think about myself, and it's, like, sometimes the stupid things I do. Right. It's, like, why do I do those things? Like, I could die just as easily. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, is that, I don't know, like, for me, I'm, like, okay, yeah, it's one thing if I die. And, like, not saying that I, like, like that it's no big deal but it's one thing to be like like yeah you know you take you walk out of your door and you take risks every day and it's like whatever I don't really think that much about how you know every day could be my end but when you are slapped in the face with like hey what about your loved ones it's just it's a whole nother it's a whole nother scary thing 
And I think like for me, like I used to think that a lot like, oh, like it's not huge if I die. But then I start thinking about like how much pain I would be in like if Brady died or my parents died. And then I start thinking about how much pain they would be in if I died. Right. And like I've told Brady like a million times, like I hope that you die before I do because then I have the burden of your death and you don't have to have the burden of my death. You know what I mean? Like that's so, it's so much harder for the people you leave behind. Yeah. I would never want him to have to live without me. Wow, is it make it sound like <laughs> I'm like so full of myself? But we've had that conversation before. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Twenty twenty has made me think about a lot of things. I think it's made everyone think about a lot of things. That's another thing. I feel like I've aged ten years this year. Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like oh, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Honest to goodness, I have. Yeah. Okay. I just kind of did another one. So, did you want to do your next one? Yeah, because I kind of did. Um, my next one, it's a little less heavy. We'll go back to the heavier stuff. Don't you worry. Um, but my next one, and I thought about this over and over again this year, you guys. It's hum- humans' ability to evolve so quickly in new situations is absolutely Evolution. amazing. Like, <laughs> did you hear what I said? Evolution is, I think, what you I'm said. I'm joking. Um, but, like, seriously, we... We as like a human society, and I mean like some of us more than others. Don't get me wrong. You know who you are. Um, but me. Lo- yeah, no, just yeah. Cameron. Cameron is not sturdy. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say I was sturdy. That oh no, I said- yeah, you are. You're the most sturdy. Thank you. But um, literally, we just roll with the punches. We're like, oh, we're all wearing. Well, I mean, a lot of us, but like, we're like, oh, we're doing this now. Sounds good. And like, we kind of freak out about it for a second, but then we like we get used to it. It's the new norm. All of a we, sudden we adapt. Really right. Well. We adapt yeah. really well. And like all of a sudden like masks are merch and we're like sanitizing everything. And it's just like the new normal. It's so interesting to see how we take on the new normal. And it, it is and, honestly. And like an ever changing society. I'm just like, what? Like all the, everyone's like, can you believe this is our new normal? But this whole thing with that word normal is like, it is normal now. It's normal to go out and every person you see be wearing a mask. It is normal to go out and like have hand sanitizer everywhere it is normal to go out and to a restaurant and have all the tables spaced out it's the new normal and we are used to it mm-hmm. well to some extent anyway i guess and lots of times like watching a tv show and i see that they're not wearing oh masks i freak out i'm like why aren't you wearing masks or there's like a group of people that are like Ugh! and like it, it's not like, it's uh... not like a lingering thought but it is like that fleeting thought and you're like wait 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 calm down yeah Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's a major COVID spreader. Sometimes on TV yeah. when it's like a, a show, like it's a party or something. I'm like, uh, COVID, uh, COVID. Uh, but yeah, that was one thing that I really, that really um, struck me too, that I kind of learned a little bit. And that was honestly fascinating to me it is to think about and just yeah. how, I mean, humans have that ability. We're props, like very complex people. Props to humans. And stuff. We're amazing. Yeah, we're the most amazing. Okay. So my next one is lighter. It is, I learned how to make homemade cinnamon rolls. Oh. Which okay, have you made homemade cinnamon rolls? Yeah, like the it's homemade a dough. It took me all like all day because I because I had to like let the dough rise and then yeah. once you actually cut the like rolls, you let those rise. Yep. And it's not like, I mean, I don't mean to like toot my own horn, but I'm I'm pretty good in the kitchen, you guys. Yeah, I kind of can do anything. Yeah. But um, I had never made them before, and so I just thought I couldn't. I was like, eh, I can't do it. But it's like, why can't I do it? Like I literally have made macarons. I've like right. done so many things. Like I make Chinese food all the time. Actually, Asian food, not specifically Chinese. So I did it, and I succeeded, and I am so happy with myself. I made a cream cheese frosting version, and then I also made just, like, a glaze. Like, Do you remember Nettie's rolls? Yes, I dream about Nettie's rolls. That has them in my freezer. <gasps> when you come on Sunday, you can have yes. one. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you betcha. If you can taste very hey, well Hey, maybe them. I'll um, invite Hinge Boy. 
Yeah, do it. Yeah. Actually, Brady maybe won't you be guys, there. We m- oh, maybe I shouldn't then. Is it just going to be a girls' night? It was because Brady's having a boys' night. I guess they're going to, like, uh... smoke cigars and, like, grill meat. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke. <laughs> I actually kind of love that. Yeah. So, I – because so he's going to be gone. And that's why I was like, you guys need to come over because he's gone and we have enough space because it's so tiny. Right. That's why I was like, we come. Gotta go. We got to go. But I would love, love, love for you and Hinge Boy to come over sometime. Okay. We'll plan it. Okay. If I don't scare him off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or we can do some sort of date in Brookings. Yeah. That'll be fun. And then you can sleep at our apartment so so you don't have to worry about Hinge Boy. So I don't have to worry about Hinge Boy? Hinge Boy being like, do you want to sleep over at my house? And you're like, eh, no, no, no. That's going to be a big no for me. Yeah. Mama B would not approve. Um. Anyway. So my next one. Um. Okay. I've never been more thankful for the way I was raised. And I've kind of, I kind of already said this earlier, about being sturdy and being able to roll with the punches. I feel like that's something that obviously, like I just said, humans, us humans, like we kind of evolve in a way to the different norms that are happening around us. But um, I feel like just the way that I was raised too was just like, okay, it's crazy. It's hard, but you do what you have to do to get from, like I said, point A to point B. It's like, yeah, this sucks, but we're going to keep our cool and we're going to do what we have to do to like keep living day to day essentially. And I feel like that was very much instilled in the way that I was raised. And then also um, just being raised in a household that ultimately at the end of the day, it was always we're not going to worry about this. We're going to hand it over to God because at the end of the day, God's in control. And it's really, it's, it's a whole nother level of peace to be like, you know what? The world is crumbling. It's on fire. Everything is a dumpster fire and it's terrifying and terrible, but it's okay because God's in control. And, you know, whether you are a listener who believes that or not, I do believe it to be true. And it's brought me a lot of peace this year. And I've never been more thankful that my parents raised me with to, to not only instill and show an, an example in their own faith, but then to encourage me to go out and ask questions and pursue my own faith that I could stand on on my own two feet when times got hard. Yeah. I think it, I think it would be extremely hard to live through certain times in this life without having like a faith and knowing like at the end of the day where you're going to go right yeah it's honestly it's honestly mind-boggling to me yeah so my next one is slowing down I have learned so much how to slow down it's funny because a year ago I was thinking about this I've thought about this a lot lately so with COVID and all that happening it literally made me take like a two-month break on life kind of I worked at my dad's mechanic shop but besides that and then I was in Minneapolis and only working one job. Just so many little, like so many things, right? And about a year ago, I was working two jobs, which I'm still doing now, but I would allow it to my schedule. Like I would put, so say that I was working in Sioux Falls um, from three to like eight, three to eight o'clock. I would put on my like, well, that's a really bad example. Say I was working in Sioux Falls from 12 to six or something. I would put on my other coffee shop job schedule that I was available from like 6 to like 10.30. So that literally gave me like 30 minutes to run home, change, like hop, grab my food, hop on the road for Sioux Falls, um, like maybe do my hair and makeup, like we'll see. And then I would do both jobs and literally be exhausted. And also I realized when I'm in that much of a rush, like I do like stupid things. Like 
it's more easy to get in a car crash. Like last year I had a little fender bender with somebody in the parking garage. Luckily they were like, oh, nothing was wrong. Like I just tapped their car Mm -hmm. and they're like, see you later. You're fine. Like all that stuff. Right. But I did that all the time. Like I would do that maybe like once a week where I was working. I like schedule. I'd I'd allow my schedule. It was my own doing. I would allow my schedule for me to be working two jobs in one day without much time to get from one to the next. Yeah. And I have just like learned this year, like that, that is not cool. Like if I'm going to work at 12 o'clock, um, for example, today, yeah today I worked at 12 I let myself sleep until 8 I got up I worked out I packed all my stuff I got dressed and I am just so much more happier and content like three extra hours at one job is not worth it yeah and also it gives me more time to um eat healthy to get my workouts in if when I'm scheduling myself like that like I don't have time to like move my body and like do that type of stuff and so it's just helped me overall and it's helped me not be in a rush and it's helped me not get in more like I don't want to say like, accidents like car accidents but just like any sort of like accidents like I'll forget something when I'm in that right. big of a hurry or I'll like accidentally like fall down the stairs or like just like stupid right. stuff and um, I've just really learned to slow down and not over schedule myself which I really I'm really liking a lot I think that kind of also goes along with I think um I hope anyway us people as a whole has learned to reprioritize oh yes i think that's definitely been a big thing absolutely um is re-looking at your priorities and um, i actually have my next i have another one that's very similar to what you were saying um so yeah that would definitely be something that i definitely learned is to just make sure that i'm keeping my priorities right um like you guys people's where it's at at the end of the day, what matters most is going to be people. It's going to be your family. It's going to be your friends. It's going to be the people you care about. It's going to be the people that you care about that you work with. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going, it's going to come down to people. And maybe dogs. Yeah, and maybe dogs. We can include the dogs in there too. That's all. But it's all about relationships, you guys. And I mean, we've talked about that before. We had a whole episode dedicated to it, you know, relationship and connecting and why it's important um, and community. Go back and re-listen to it. If uh, you haven't listened to that episode, it's a good one. Um, but I, I mean, I'll come back and I'll say it again and again. If you aren't prioritizing relationship and family and community and friendship in your life, if that's not like up there, like number one, then you got you got to reevaluate. Just do a little analyzing. Just do a little analyzing. A little soul searching. If you don't have any family, that's okay. Yeah. We'll be your family. We'll be your family. We're here for you. We're here for you. But yeah, uh, just reprioritizing and... Um, realizing that doing it all and doing the most isn't always the most important thing that's good yeah was that your was that one for you or are you just yeah, going off what I was saying? okay so I'll just go off my next one that's close and I was gonna say don't take the little things for granted so mm. I recently watched the movie soul on Disney plus have you watched oh, that no I haven't because everyone says that they're bawling and I'm like I'm not emotionally stable enough oh I did not oh bawl. No, no 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 not soul it was not it was clouds <gasps> clouds was the one that everyone was bawling at no I haven't oh, wa- I need to watch clouds I haven't watched soul yet though because someone was like someone at work was explaining to me what it was all about and stuff and I was like that sounds weird okay it is it is kind of like the concept of it is weird but it's it has a really good um like point to it like it has a really good yeah it, it's just pretty much about not take like don't take like all the little things in life for granted like it's talking about like what's your spark like what's your fire in life and in the end they like learn like my spark is like the little things in life like it's the leaves falling in the fall or it's like going on a walk or like eating um a piece of pizza like it, it's really cheesy but 
Um, yeah, there's this like on that there's this there's this trend going around online, and it will people will read off their list of their favorite things that humans like the their favorite little things that humans just randomly do that's like cute or funny oh, or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like oh, I'll I'll have to find a list yeah. and post it because. It, some of them are so precious and you don't even realize that you like absolutely love it. And it's just like little, it's just like the human condition. It's just little things that humans do. Like, um, like, I don't know just how, like even Midwesterners just like say, Oh, or, mm. um, how when you're sitting at a restaurant and a waiter comes walking through with food, everyone will go and like, look and see if it's theirs. And like, yeah. it's just like all these random little quirky things that humans do. And it's people reading off their list of like their favorite quirky things that humans do. It's like and someone it's just analyzing like, humans in the wild. Right. And it's just, it, yeah, this is exactly what it is. And it's just so precious. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're so weird. And we're so funny. And we're just like adorable. Like yeah. we're just like little puppies messing around and pretending to know what we're doing. Literally. <laughs> literally <laughs> I love that so much um okay so then my next one is life really is too short to waste it on being unhappy or scared um this one might be a little bit controversial um but I was reading this article the other day and it was written by a nurse who was on the front lines dealing with the whole like COVID situation and um and she's like and kind of along the same lines of what we've been saying but she's like I don't know she's like she's like I don't want to write that pretty much just kind of at a loss for words almost she's like I don't want to write this and say like stop you know social distancing and stop wearing your mask and stop you know being careful and stuff but she's like you have to ask the question of when does Qual like the terrible quality of life that we're living, you know, like outweigh the risks of going out and hugging your loved ones and living your life to the fullest and A, B, C, and D. And she was she pulled up some different like analytics of, um, like some different st- st- sorry statistics of, you know, like when a when like a vaccine came out and how and it was like some 200 years later that the last case was reported and she's like so when do we like go back to you know normal when it when there's zero cases because that won't ever be so mm-hmm. she's like she's like so when do we just decide that enough is enough and we want to hug people and shake a stranger's hand and see people smile and all this kind of stuff and it kind of just and even how many people have been living in like such like gripping, crippling fear this year. I'm just like, we are wasting so much of our lives. And like, not to sound cheesy or anything, but that's why I finally honestly got on Hinge. I was like, dude, screw this. I'm done. Like, I mean, like, I am. I'm I'm scared of rejection. I'm scared of, you know, someone taking a look at all I have to offer and being like, pass like I'm scared of that that scares me and it's it could it could hurt it could cut deep but at the end of the day I'm just like life is too dang sh- if this year showed us anything it's that life is too dang short and that's something that I've really learned and really come to terms with and it's something that I'm really trying to take into like every day of my life like it's too short to be unhappy and to be scared and okay so then the next one that I had was learning online is much more difficult than in a classroom <laughs> you guys um I absolutely loved my COVID uh, college schedule. I kind of didn't feel like a college student in TBH. Okay, I'm going to give you guys the real tea. Okay, I'm going to give you the real tea here. 
sometimes when I'm supposed to be in a lecture, um, you just don't turn your camera on and you mute it and you like mop your floor and clean your whole house and you didn't learn anything from the lecture because that was two hours that you weren't paying attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and also like, okay, so when you guys get on, when you get on Zoom calls, okay, don't look at me, don't, well, they can't see, but you get on Zoom calls and it has like your top part of your head, you know, but there's a bunch of people on it. So it's not like it's just on you. So like all they can, they can't see you really close. So you can have your phone like in your lap and just be looking at your phone like while you're in class and they can't tell. Right. Okay. So, well, you can do like all that stuff and then you're not actually in the classroom. And so you're not, you're just not as motivated to learn. Yeah. Honestly, could, if you really put in the effort, could you probably learn just as well? Maybe for some degrees in some classes. Yes. Um, but yeah, it is much more difficult to learn. I honestly have got to say, I did not learn as much, but that's okay. It's fine. It was kind of nice to have a bit of a break from classes in school. And this next semester, I think it's mainly, um, at least for South Dakota State, it's mainly going to be all in-person classes. So that will be interesting for sure, the transition. But yeah, I have, some people say online learning is for them, but you know, for me, I, I like the class. I like the classroom if I'm actually trying to learn. Sometimes I yeah. kind of like being lazy though and not going to class. So that's Definitely. that's one thing I learned. Pros and cons. Best oh yeah. Worlds there. Oh yeah. Um, my next one is there's no better time to do the dang thing than right now. Time passes anyway. Uh, if you're putting something, just to sum this one up quick, if you're putting something off, why? Just why? If it's something that's like tangible that you, if it's something that you're like saving up for or you know, something like that, or there's a reason that you're waiting to do it. Okay, great, whatever. But like New Year's resolutions, this is why like I've talked uh, and I, I think that half of me thinks that New Year's resolutions are stupid because I'm like, if you want to do it, just do it. Like, why are you waiting for some like arbitrary time or like, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. We talked about you that know? in last year's um, New Year's resolution. Right. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And like, I still stand by that. If you want to do something, why are you waiting? Like time is passing anyway. You remember, you remember like six months ago when you thought about starting it and then you're like, oh yeah, I'll get to it eventually. And now it's six months later and you still haven't done it. You want to read more? Read more. You don't have to wait for some something. Just do it. Yeah. Do it now. You want to start eating healthy? Okay. Do it right now. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for next week. Start right this second. Absolutely. And um, I mean, you can really literally apply that to just about anything in life that you've been thinking about doing. You want to, you know, change your course in life? Start doing it right now. Sit down. Make out a plan. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to accomplish it? You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. And this... I feel like you say something and then I have like another one that's like similar to it. And this one's like a little bit less serious, but I would, I learned to do just whatever the heck I wanted with my hair. So I have been waiting. I chopped my hair a while back, but you guys, I have not ever colored my hair and I've been talking about it since mm -hmm. high school and I finally did it. I finally went, um, like super blonde. Uh, what's the name of it? Platinum. Thank you. Sometimes you guys on the podcast, it's really hard. You just like forget your words. You're just like, what are words? We don't know them. It's like when someone's like, what's your favorite song? And you're like, I've never heard a single song in my entire exactly. life. Exactly. Or it's like, what's your name? And it's like, I know it starts with a C, but that's about it. Yep. Um, yeah, I went platinum blonde and I absolutely love it. I did a full head of highlights. I didn't do like, they didn't do like full on dye job, but I love it. And I'm so happy that I did it and I should have done it sooner. And it has also like motivated me to be like, I'm going to get whatever haircut I want. Or if I want to do another color to my hair now. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, why yep. was I waiting? Just do whatever the heck you want with your hair, girl. Or, if, you know, if you're thinking makeup or I don't even know what else out there is very relatable to hair. 
tattoos kind or of <laughs> or if you've been wanting to try eyelash extensions for forever do it do the splurge get eyelash extensions like get your eyebrows just, microbladed just do it try it once like i i a lot like cameron i found i've been thinking about getting red hair for forever and you did it finally did it you did it love it it's been a great little moment i'm probably gonna go back to brown because i think that i just more you know i resonate i resonate with my inner brunette you said that in the last episode and then i was actually looking at old pictures we took together and i think black is best yeah i love the black i you. did love black i did love my or like black. a really dark brown that's almost black yeah like, that... like don't do while well, i'm telling you what to do like chocolate brown is good but i like you with like a dark brown like a yeah. dark dark that's dark, what i think dark. you should do yeah it looks really was, good she was sassy she was fierce we liked her yeah we might bring her back yeah i'm glad you did the red though yeah I'm really glad am. I finally did it. And, like, I am glad that I can pull it off. Like, yeah. I might come back to this later on in my life. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I have another a hair appointment at the beginning of February. Oh, do you? And I think I'm going to do red one more time. Okay. And I'm going to have her put, like, darker in at the roots like she did. And then I'm going to have her put in some more, like, strawberry blonde highlights. Oh, that'll be fine. Um, and I'm going to live with that for a little bit. And then the next time I go in, I'm going to be like, okay, let's go back dark. Yeah. See, and that's what's fun is because you actually, like, took the jump to go red. Now you're, like not afraid to go get your right. hair done differently like with different like I don't know brown or black right. and stuff by your hairstylist right exactly and I trust her and she does a phenomenal job and now that she knows how my hair works I can because what what I really struggled with at first is like no matter how I get my hair like no matter how I have my hair done I want it to look at least somewhat natural right like obviously I don't look like a natural redhead but it still looks like I have like red hair you know what i'm yeah. saying like it doesn't least... look like it's just not like blue hair right exactly it looks yeah. somewhat natural not completely obnoxious like i'm not gonna get hired for a job right um, right right anyway so yeah yep, you can do Good your one. yeah you can do your next one um okay so my next one um you kind of already touched on it a little bit but appreciating the quietness appreciating the quietness that comes with slowing down oh i was very similar yes and you guys, those two weeks where everything was shut down, it was just quiet and people were going on walks and people were playing with their kids out in their yards and things were just like quiet and calm. And like, honestly, it kind of almost felt like a quiet before the storm because everyone was like, okay, cool. We like, we get paid for these two weeks, but what happens after those two weeks? Uh-huh. And so everyone was just like, it was just like a reset. You know, and even everyone came back and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm already for another, like, shutdown because everyone just, like, I want to go back to a simple life. And there is definitely something to be said for it. It was, like, the break that nobody knew they needed, but everybody, like, wanted it. You know what I mean? Like, the world quieted down and I don't know. I was – there was just something – there was something very – just almost, like – Everybody knows nah. that they wanted. No, not everyone knew that they wanted, but everyone needed. There yeah. we go. I like flipped those words around. And there. Was, I was thinking about that. It's like, Ugh. it was like, it was just kind of, it was almost like a, this sounds cheesy, but like almost a magical moment because like the whole world was together in on it. And it was almost like we kind of came or came together in this, like, yeah, for a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah. There was like two weeks and then ever, and then some people started getting fed up and then some people took it a little too far. And yeah, we don't have to get into the whole big shebang of it. And then but, most of the cities across the U.S. started, uh, Oh, what's it called? I don't know. Oh, right. Protesting. <laughs> Protesting. <gasps> okay. So I don't know how on yeah, that note. Okay. So the funniest my thing, the funniest thing, um, Serena sent me this. Maybe this is insensitive to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Serena sent me this um, 
meme and I'm going to see if I can find it so we can post it to the gram. And it was like in the middle of the whole protesting thing, whatever. And, um, she, and it was this picture of this huge yacht ship sailing by like on the water. Okay. And then it was like the world. And then there was this little dude on like a broken surfboard with an umbrella held out in front of him, like trying to catch the wind. Yeah. And then it said the U S on a side quest. (laughs) <laughs> omg so it was like the rest of the world it was like the rest of the world fighting covid and then the u.s on a side quest with literally. all of our with all of our protests and you guys literally when i, I forgot about COVID you during the protest that i was rolling on the ground laughing uh, anyway so that was pretty funny but yeah i feel like the whole world just kind of collectively took this like deep inhale and exhale of like whoa we're actually not moving a mile a minute for two seconds what is this literally so i thought that was just kind of special in its own little way and um just to appreciate it to appreciate the slowness and appreciate the quietness where you can get it because it is important and it comes very rarely yep in the world we live in yep (laughs) because time is money (laughs) it's just funny you guys because we have to like directly talk into our mic space to hear us so jenna will like turn away and she's like yep and then and then she kind of turns and she's like yep yep (laughs) it's funny okay um i have two left and one of the next one is um i can now city drive and once again you guys i've kind of touched on this but i am a bad ass driver (laughs) (laughs) i did it's gonna kill you i didn't know how to say i i wanted to say i don't know i need another word um at least I think so. Brady might not agree with me, but I think so. In Minneapolis, I was killing it, you know, like exiting one way, going off another way. Anyways, I like drive like in Brookings and sometimes like even like when I go back to Gettysburg, like I'm in like freaking Minneapolis. I'm like, like oh, get on that four lane in town. I'm like, oh, going too slow. We're going to pass you on yep. the inside. <laughs> oh, yep. We're going to just like get off right here. Sorry, you're going to have to slow down behind me. But, you know, you were driving too slow to start with. So sorry. No problem, not mine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was just really proud of myself because driving has always scared me because, you guys, Jenna and I took driver's ed in a town that was just 1,200 people, no stoplights. Uh, I literally Scott made me cry so much. I literally, it, it took me, like, years to understand the concept of turn right on red, okay? And that I had to watch for the traffic all turning across the way. Like, I was like, oh, it's red. Turn right. Okay, no one's coming this way. And then I'm like, oh, but there's cars literally cutting across coming this way. Ah! You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Like. So I was really proud of myself because, yeah, or like driving on the interstate, like that was very new for me when I moved to Brookings, like yeah. driving consistently on the yeah. interstate, like, yeah. So I'm um, very proud of myself that I can I'm also drive. very proud of you. But, you know, who knows? I could get thrown into a new city and I literally not know what to do. Like I just kind of figured that, you know, you always got to figure out the new cities and the yep. new roads and yep. it's just life. Yep. Um, my next one is... There is so much good in the world if we would just take a step back and stop wasting our time hyper-focusing on the bad. Um, also, I think another thing that kind of came to a head this year is everyone's like, oh, you mean the media doesn't always tell the truth? <laughs> what? Like, Literally. You guys, I mean, I feel like we've been knowing, but I feel like it really slapped us in the face this year. It's like, who even knows what's going on? Okay. I don't know what's going okay, on. Okay, and literally, we say that. Do you know how many people out there literally still believe everything CNN tells them? I mean, yeah. Or Fox News. Or Sorry, Fox it can News. be either yeah. way. It, it can be, be either, either way. way. Like, my uncle still thinks Trump is going to win the election. I mean. It is 2021, you guys. Joe Biden has won. Yeah. It is what it is. And, um, 
And I mean, it's, it's true though. Cause it's, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing in the whole world. And then it's like, oh wait, but you've only heard like one side of the story. Is it actually the worst thing in the whole world? Or they're like, oh, this is the best thing that's ever happened. Um, but is it actually going to be the best thing in the long run? Like it's, I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole big thing. And I feel like a lot of people don't even do the research that they should be doing. And then the thing is, is that when you do go to do the research, how do you even know if the sources oh, you're yeah. like taking your research from is actually like good and unfiltered and how much like how many articles have been taken down because they're saying something that's against like the media's whatever anyway all that being said you guys what gets ratings up and what gets the most commotion going on and what gets you to click on that link on your facebook page is bad news fake news news, but mostly bad news it's something it's something negative it's 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 hot gossip it's a dish it's this celebrity did this or this this news from the white house or blah 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 or trump is orange again or whatever the heck you guys whatever makes you click on the link it's so negative and you're and and that's not that's a big reason why i took my like so could quote social media cleanse is because like everything is just so negative it doesn't matter where you are everything is so negative everyone is telling you that you need something to make yourself better or that you're not happy unless you have this new lip gloss or whatever the heck is even being posted anymore and you guys there the world's not that bad here i am talking negatively but like you guys there's so much good in the world literally just google good news stories remember when we did a good news story right after COVID hit oh yeah we did like a whole podcast the penguin was walking around the deserted zoo the deserted zoo that was really good but you guys honestly and that sounds cheesy but there is still so 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 much good in the world if you just stop hyper focusing on the bad also i'd just like to say that um since the election is over there is all it has also been a lot better like there for like the yeah couple weeks before the coming up before the election i was i could not look at social media i could not it doesn't matter which direction it was going it was just out of control it was just out of control yeah very out of control both ways so all that being said kept it real with you guys um was that your last one look for the good and oh no i have one more oh you do have more i'm sorry here is my last one i said i will never take traveling for granted again and the ability to jump on a plane and leave the country whenever you want yes because it is crazy that we literally cannot leave the country right now i think you can get into like scotland maybe a few other you know it's like down to a down to a handful honestly but thank god for a vaccine honestly thank god like praise the lord jesus because i am so ready to i say like that like i have money but i'm really hoping to have money soon because i would just just the peace of mind of knowing you can jump on a plane and leave the country if you need to is really nice it's really nice yeah and like we literally can't leave right now and so yeah, I just miss traveling. Um, and even like traveling within the US because there's been a couple um ideas that like Brady and I had or like my family. My family always goes on a family vacation every year and we didn't go this last year. Yeah. Because we couldn't well, we went to the hills for a few days, but um the Black Hills for those of you out of state listeners. Um, but yeah, we like we before that, the the year before that we went to Canada, we've been to like Idaho, um, North Carolina, and it's like you can't go to those places because they weren't it was like touristy areas and they were all closed. So I will never take traveling again for granted. And I am so ready to uh, jump back on an airplane. That's a good one. Um, My last one is yoga pants will never break your heart. You guys, um, keeping it real with you. I don't fit into any of my jeans from last year. The best one yet. 2019 um, Jenna 
was um, a size or two smaller than 2020 Jenna turned out to be, and now 2021 Jenna. Um, I'm going into Buckle to buy a new pair of jeans. We, I think we talked about that a little bit in the intro about um, why I have why I am getting a new outfit for my um, date this Friday, um, and which will be like two when this episode airs, my day will be done and over with, and Cameron and I will be um, in the middle of game night at her apartment. What what? So keep that all in mind. This date that I keep talking about that's coming up has actually passed by the time this will be that's in your so ear. That's so true. By the time this will be in your ear hole. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to have any anxiety about Jenna's date because it's over. Yeah, because it's already over. And um, But you do have to wait for next week to hear how it turned out. Oh my gosh, Hinge you guys. Update. Hinge Ooh. boy update. Um. Anyway, all that being said, yoga pants will never break your heart, y'all. I love sweatpants. I love loungewear. I love the stretchy material. I, that being said, I love stretchy jeans. I have a love for my Levi's. I do love my Levi's, you guys. They are so cute. They make your butt look great. And there's just something to be said about real, like, raw denim. But I do have a love for my yoga pants, my sweatpants, and my stretchy jeans. And they won't break your heart. And, um, like, like your Levi's sometimes will when you are just thicker than a snicker. <laughs> you and can't squeeze Bust right out of your, um, rip. Did I tell you that I busted out of my Levi's that I've had for, like, three years? Seriously? Busted, broke? Busted, busted right up the thigh. Literally, oh. I walked out on the floor and I, like, went up to one of my teammates. I'm like, look. And he's Is like, it the 100% cotton ones? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, look. I'll just use them to paint in now. Yeah. And it'll be great. But, um, that's what happens all my Levi's when I bust out of them but literally busted like right up the middle of my thigh and I was like oh. look and he's like oh what happened and I'm like I'm thicker than a snicker and that's what happened <laughs> I'm thicker than a snicker <sighs> all right guys thank you so much for listening along to our 2020 what we learned episode um I don't know I hope it just helps you guys think a little bit that's really all we ask for ever yeah um and just to join in some like slumber party chat yeah some girl talk some girl talk we love our girl talk here you we guys love some girl talk so um, tune in next week to hear another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. Stay cool, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll be here again next week for you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.